0: How do you like that? Yes. 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 Loosen up. And this is a great day. If Jesus were not alive, our meeting here will be like a, a town meeting. It has no life and no substance. But because we gather around a living Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ. This is why we're all smiles. Did you notice how they were smiling? And we are all smiles. We're all happy because we have a hope that Jesus Christ is a living Savior. As we celebrate this wonderful day, I'd like to share with you a few thoughts And I'm going to get you out on time. How about that? We are going to have a sermonette today. (laughs) Not a sermon, a sermonette. So, you know, what a great, uh, I'm still, I, I don't think they ever sang better than this. Do you agree with me? Let's give them another hand. Well, I can't get over it. Oof, he's alive. Christianity begins, someone said, where religion ends with the resurrection. In Isaiah we read, he will swallow up death in victory. In Mark we read, they shall mock him, and they shall scourge him, and they shall spit upon him, and shall kill him, and the third day he shall rise again. Jesus said, now, I am the resurrection and the life. Thomas Jefferson, who was a great man, nevertheless, could not accept the miraculous elements in the scripture. Maybe you don't know that, but now you know it. He edited his own special version of the Bible in which all references to the supernatural were deleted. Jefferson in editing the gospels confined himself solely to the moral and teachings of Jesus. The closing words of Jefferson's Bible are these. There laid they Jesus, there laid they Jesus and rolled a great stone at the mouth of the sepulcher and departed. And that's the end of his Bible. Thank God. That is not the way the story really ends. Do you agree? In Luke 24, chapter 24, 5 and 6, we read, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but He is risen. And because of His resurrection, we have the following. I want to be brief. If you have any reservations to go have lunch somewhere if you have parties coming we're going to finish on time by 12:30 we'll be out of here i guarantee you that because of his resurrection we have the following benefits one we have victory over sin we were ourselves without excuse Sin was our master, and we were slaves who can, and we were screaming and looking for help, and saying, who can? Who can save us and justify us? We thank God for his coming. He died and rose victorious to give us life and life eternal. And we read in the Bible in Colossians 2.13 and when we were dead in our transgressions and the uncircumcisions of our flesh he made us alive together with him having forgiven us all sins. This is the first benefit. The word of God goes on to say he cancelled the record that contained the charges Against us. He took it. And destroyed it. By nailing it to the cross. In this way. God disarmed the evil rulers. And authorities. He shamed them. Publicly. By his victory over them. On the cross of Calvary. Let us remember again. His resurrection. That we're celebrating today. This is a divine declaration. That atonement on our behalf has been accepted. And that God the Father was satisfied with this atonement for human sin. Christian, rejoice, relax. You are in his presence today without sin. Because Jesus Christ has paid it. We can say, Jesus paid it all. All to him we all owe. Sin has left a crimson stain, but he washed it white as snow. We thank him for that. Remember what he said also, their sins and their lawless deeds. I will remember no more. Rejoice, Christian. This is today, this is a day for rejoicing. This is your victory. Over sin. Jesus said in John. 1125. I am the resurrection. And the life. He who believes in me. Shall live even if he dies. Because he lives. We heard that song. We shall live too. That's the news. No more fear. No more perplexity. No more guessing. About our future. No more slavery to sin. For the Bible says. Sin shall not have dominion over you anymore. You know. For he came to die. Not to prove that he can be raised from the dead. That was proven long time ago. This is the creator of the universe. This is the God who created you. And me. From dirt. He just... And we became men and women. He didn't come to prove that I can be crucified and die and be raised on the third day. No, no, no. You know, for He came for only one thing. He died for your sins and mine. He raised people from the dead. He took people up in the air. And He did so many miracles... And we were not waiting for another miracle. No, no, no. The only miracle that He did on the cross of Calvary, that He paid for your sins and mine to give us eternal life and to let us go free from the bondage of sin. This is an unmistakable assurance that the past is under His blood. Rejoice. The present is in His hands and the future is. Is secured. Just because he lives. We said. The first benefit. Is victory over sin. The second benefit. Quickly. Is the devil now. Is a defeated foe. Do you hear that? The devil now. Is a defeated foe. At the cross. Our savior. Left. The devil in total disarray. Do you agree with me? Total disarray. The time has come. When the heat of the battle. Against the powers of evil. Is going to be, to be displayed to the whole world. Golgotha revealed the scheme of the devil. Disarmed him. And made a public display of him. And his demons. Christ died there. Paid the price for our freedom took our sins to the grave. And on the third day, what he did, on Eastern morning, he rose victorious to live forevermore. No other God can do that. No other one who pretended to be God can do that. They're all dead, and they have rotten in their graves. Only the grave of Jesus Christ is wide open and empty. An empty grave to prove that my Savior lives. Dear Saints. Satan is our enemy. Don't forget that. He will do anything he can to get us to follow his evil ways and deadly path. But praise be to God. Who gives us the victory through Jesus Christ, our Lord? We have him on our side. No one can overcome us. The verse in Genesis 3:15, "He will crush your head, foreshadows Satan's defeat when Christ rose, victorious from the dead." Yes, Christ's resurrection is a crushing blow to the devil and his kingdom. What a victory. That day. What a victory. This is why John in his first epistle. Chapter 2 and verse 14. Writing to us. He says I write. I have written to you young men. And that is for women too. Because you are strong. And the word of God abides in you. And you have overcome the evil one. Satan has no dominion over you anymore. You are free. You are totally free by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. The devil is a defeated foe. And Christ now. The devil is defeated. Period. You know, on Christmas we say, there's no Christmas without a cross. And there's no cross without Christmas. Let me tell you one thing. No one in history came On Christmas Day, Jesus Christ, he died on the cross of Calvary. Went to the grave and rose again. Show me one. Show me one person. No one in the history of mankind. No one came. No one exists now. And no one will ever come. The only one who will come from heaven is the Lord Jesus Christ to take his church and be with him. And we shall live with him forever and ever. Because he lives. And we are seated with him now as what? Strangers? No. As sons of God. As children of God. Rejoice. This is the day of your victory. We said victory over sin. We said also the devil is a defeated foe. And thirdly and lastly, we he gave us a living hope. He gave us a living hope. Death is conquered. In every person's mind marches a procession of fears. Don't deny it. We have it, all of us. What is it for me, you ask? Sickness? Failure? Loneliness? A loss of a loved one? Death, whatever comes to mind, it is a manifestation of a deeper fear. The one great fear, the fear of death and dying. Whether you like it or not, this exists. Mark Twain said, don't take life so seriously, you'll never make it out alive. (laughs) You hear that? But you know, I disagree with him. Poor reasoning. Poor reasoning. We will make it out alive. Stay with me on this thought. We will make it out alive. We will all live beyond death. Do you hear me? We will all live beyond death. The concern is where we will spend eternity. Death is not, not the end of the road. You don't say I closed my eyes. I gave up the ghost. And they put me in that casket. And throw me six feet under. And they forget about me. They will forget about you. We forget about people. But you will open your eyes. Your spirit goes. And you will open your eyes. In one of two places. Either in heaven with the Lord. Or in hell. To spend eternity there. And this is the concern. Is where we will spend eternity. Only faith. And this is the message. In the risen Christ. And a personal relationship with him. Gives you victory over death. And an entrance to eternal life. Only that. I offer you this morning. Life after death. That's the message of resurrection. I offer you what Christ offered us. Life after death. Satan seemed victorious in the Garden of Eden. Didn't he? Aha, uh-huh, I got them. And he seemed in celebration at the cross of Calvary. But God turned Satan's pseudo victory into defeat when Jesus Christ rose victorious from the dead. And he rose that he might deliver those who through fear of death were subject to slavery all their lives. Now, death is no longer a source of dread and fear to the Christian. Every person here today who believes on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he is his or her Savior, when you leave this place, you have no fear of death because death has become a slave. Death is the boat. I figured it this way. He's the boat that you just embark to cross the river from this side to the other side. He becomes... Your servant. And this is what Jesus Christ did on the cross of Calvary. And this is when he rose to give us this wonderful life that we have. Is no longer a source of death. Of fear. Christ overcame it. And one day we will also. Paul in his letter to the Corinthians chapter 15. And in the last verses like 56, 57. He says that... alive in Christ, and the dead in Christ, at the last trumpet, they shall all meet in heaven, and we shall hear a chorus. The dead in Christ will sing the following, O grave, where is thy victory? And those who are taken alive will sing another stanza. They will say, O death, where is thy sting? And both parties Will meet together in heaven. And there they shall be with the Lord. Because through his conquering death. Has given you and given me. And given us all. The power over death. So let us enjoy. And rejoice in our living hope. And celebrate this beautiful day. Someone wrote this. And I wanted to share it with you. I'll end with it. No longer. Must the mourners weep and call departed Christians dead? For death is hallowed into sleep, and every grave becomes a bed. To fall asleep is not to die. To sleep, yet wake in larger life. Instead of exile, rest on high. Instead of struggle, peace from strife. Now, Once more. Eden's door wide open stands to mortal eyes. Now at last all things have passed. Christ is risen. We too shall rise. Victory over sin. Victory over the devil. And victory over death. These are. Benefits that God has given us by raising our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, from the death. Let me ask a question. Are your sins forgiven? Did he forgive your sins? If you can say yes, hallelujah. May God bless you. Is the devil a defeated foe in your life? If you can say yes, may God bless you. Uh, do you have victory over death, that feeling, that ill feeling? You have that victory that when you die, you close your eyes here, you open them up there and be in his presence? If you have that, congratulations, go and celebrate. Go and celebrate. But if you have a but, if you have a little doubt in your heart, if you're not sure of that, if you cannot answer yes to these three things, There is still a fountain filled with blood. Jesus Christ is still alive. And he can save you. And change your life. And relieve you from sin. Simple. He can give you real victory over sin. Over the devil. And over death. And then you can go out and celebrate with the rest. How about that? But don't leave this place with a doubt in your mind or with sadness in your heart. Say, I wish, I wish I can agree with Adol. Well, you don't have to agree with me. You need to agree with your creator. He came to save you, to give you victory over the devil, and victory. Over death. Because he lives. All fears are gone. Because he lives. I'll face tomorrow. Because I know. That he holds the future. And life. Is worth the living. Just. Only just. Because he lives. I wish you a happy Easter. And I wish you a wonderful day. And remember, eternity is around the corner. As we said, the concern is where you are going to spend it. That's a question I leave with you. And may God bless you and give you a great day. Let's bow our heads for prayers. Our Father, we thank you for this wonderful day we thank you that you sent your son who is called Jesus. He lived and died and rose to give us hope and eternal life. May we, each and everyone here today, not leave the place until we take you as our personal Savior and Lord. Bless this day in the lives of these families. Be with us as we go our ways. There are many family gatherings, many celebrations. May you be the first and the last in everything we do. Bless us with your blessings and be with each and every one until we meet again. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen. The meeting is over. Have a happy Easter. I kept I kept my promise to you. I went four minutes over. (laughs) Forgive me for that. And may God bless you all.